Welcome back, Frenemies, to episode 67. It's been a little while, uh, about almost a month maybe, yep. since our last episode, but we're going to start a uh, little trend here. Next three episodes, we're going to do some positional rankings, and today we're starting off with quarterbacks and tight ends. All right, so it's like, yay, I'd love to talk about quarterbacks. <laughs> and like, really? I got to rank 12 tight ends? Like, I stopped at five. <laughs> and John's like, you got to keep going more. And then I just filled in ridiculous ones for him. All right, but if you're a first-time listener to my right, that's the commission. I'm the host, Chris, and we're going to jump right into it. Let's go with top 10 QBs here. Do you want to jump off here with your tiers? I really like the way you put yours out there. All right. You have, what, four tiers here in your top yep. 12. Yeah, so tier one, I think we can completely agree on, is Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. They're in a tier by themselves. Yep. I honestly wanted to rank Mahomes ahead of Jackson. If it's a six-point per t- a passing touchdown, then I would do that. I think he will have that much more passing volume and passing touchdowns than Lamar. But if you're in one of those, like I think a more traditional is the four for yeah. passing and six for rushing, then he's just going to have so many more rushing touchdowns. It's not going to he's not going to be able to keep up with Lamar Jackson. So right. yeah. that'd be the only reason I would take uh, Patrick Mahomes over Lamar Jackson. If you want safety, also, I mean, I'm still the injury risk is still there. But the reason Lamar Jackson wasn't drafted in the first eight rounds last year was because of that. Everybody thought he was going to get hurt. He made it, but yeah, I really like the schedule for him. I think they have one of the easier schedules going into next season. His first four games, you look at the Browns, Texans, chiefs, and Redskins, not crazy stalwart defenses. Yeah. But then playoff time, which you think Lamar Jackson would take you to week 15, week 16 matchup. You got Jags week 15. That's a good giants week 16. Oh, wow. So if you're one of those guys looking at every so little thing to decide between Le him Royce and our league has already won. Yeah, in our <laughs> league, because, yeah, Lamar is definitely kept in. If you're in a keeper league, people aren't letting Lamar get redrafted. But in redraft leagues, he's definitely your first QB off. Would you make him a first-round pick? Not – no, I'm pretty late on quarterbacks. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even draft Lamar in the top three rounds. Yeah. If it got to round four, which it never will, um, then I would consider it. Yeah, I think by name factor and what he did points-wise, people will, will overvalue him at the quarterback position. He'll be a Because the problem is if you draft him there, then he has to return on that crazy season that is that much better. It's not that he has a great season. It's that it's that much better than all the other quarterbacks. I mean, you saw it with Patrick Mahomes last year. If you drafted Patrick Mahomes in the yeah. first or second round, you were pretty disappointed after his 48-touchdown season. He only had, like, 29 or something because of his yeah. injury. But. That'll be another episode going more into August talking about draft strategy and the value, yeah. what's your plus or minus when you pick a position a little bit earlier rounds than you should be. Uh, number two, obviously, you said Mahomes. Yep. No argument there. I want to see where your Tier 2 QBs are. Yeah, so Tier 2 is where we kind of separate a little bit. Yeah. Um, not a lot. You have, I think, Kyler Murray as the fourth. Yep. And I have Dak Prescott. So our that tier for me is Dak Prescott – Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. You pretty much agree with that those are guys yeah, in the same tier? I bumped Russell down and put Drew up in there. I guess I can say I'll add Drew into that tier. Okay. And it's weird because it's an older quarterback, but I really... So you'd still put him close to Russell, so Russell yes, would still yeah. stay in the tier. Right? You can still stay up in that tier. I think just positional ranking, I put Drew Brees up there because I like that... Um, was it Manuel Sanders there now? <clears throat> so he has a legit yep. wide receiver too, which... He hasn't really thrown to very much, yep. his, you know, last couple of years or pretty much his career. 
having two really good wideouts. So with Michael Thomas and a proven wide receiver too, you might see a little bit better passing yards uh, for him. That's hard to say for Drew Brees. Yeah, so l- talk to me about uh, Kyler Murray then because you must be in love with him if you're all of a sudden he's QB3 <laughs> he's after got, his rookie season. <laughs> he's got a new toy. I just – I think with very good toy, very good toy <laughs> Hopkins. He was just out on the, um, the news this past week talking about, you know, saying he's the best receiver, which every top tier Mediva receiver would say that. Yeah. But oh, I believe him. he compared I it. Think he's the best wide receiver. Yeah. In the NFL. If, if he had quarterbacks, like some of these other guys had, and he was talking about Michael Thomas, like, yeah, if I had Drew Brees thrown to me, I'll be looking great. He thinks Julio's amazing. He's like, but if I had Matt Ryan thrown at me. Wow, he's just throwing numbers, Deshaun Watson under the bus yeah, here. Yeah, so he's just, well, then early in his career before Deshaun got there, it was yeah. kind of like up and down. So talking about career numbers. And I think Hopkins is going to put more uh, with the touchdown points for Kyler. I yeah. think Kyler will naturally grow in the offense uh, to help kind of get those, you know, get the yardage going. And, and I think it puts a, a Christian Kirk in, in a Larry Fitzgerald, the right spot. And uh, when we talk the running back episode, we'll talk about my crush and Kenny Drake. <laughs> so I think another year in that, in that system, but having Hopkins being a, a true red zone threat, because Fitzgerald's not that anymore. Yeah. And Kirk's not. So I, that's why I really like him up there. Schedule is going to be a little tough uh, for Kyler um, at the beginning of the end. He starts the year with the 49ers ends the, uh, you know, what would be your championship week in fantasy with the 49ers. Oh, wow. So nice sandwich there. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty tough there. So that's why I love Dak. Yeah, so CD. I'll talk about Dak, yeah. I guess, a little bit since I had him ranked as the third best. Mm-hmm. I just think he is so safe, and I think that's kind of going to be a theme between the difference in our rankings. I I tend to factor in the injury risk or the other the, the risks. When you're taking these higher players, I want more of a sure thing. I think Kyler Murray has probably a higher ceiling, but I think Dak is almost a lock for a top five quarterback. Like the, with the weapons that he has there, now getting CD Lamb, Gallup was already you know challenging Amari Cooper even for you know targets per game. So with that that receiving core, um, I know we like to poo poo uh, McCarthy, but he's had very good offenses. He has. I mean, it's not like we discount you know what Pete Carroll's done, what Bill Belichick has done, what Andy Reid has done, just because they have great quarterbacks. So. And I'm going to ask the question that our thousands of viewers are wondering right now. Will Dak sign before week one? Uh, I think that there's probably, a at least now, I would say it's still like an 80% chance he's going to play. Yeah. Like, I don't see how he doesn't. He'll sign. He'll have to sign the franchise tag, I think. I don't think they'll they'll sign him to a deal. Yeah, but I mean, it's like holding out via that. I mean, yeah. he's asking for ridiculous money. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's the risk you have with him. If you're right. drafting now, then maybe I go Kyler, but I just expect – in August, we'll know that. And uh, deep, deep sleeper, Andy Dalton. Huh? No, no, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, so I think we agree on there, man. First off, I, Russell needs more love than he ever gets. Yeah, He's, we agree on Russell. It's just the situation. They're, they're such a run heavy team, but he's also just amazing. So <laughs> I think that he's he's a quarterback that I would probably target. Mm-hmm. Um, amongst all the ones we've talked about so far, he could actually fall to like a seventh or eighth round, and I would be comfortable taking him there. Because I think these other guys, like Kyler, Dak, Mahomes, and Jackson, I think are very hyped up right now and have a good chance to go all in the top five rounds. So yeah. that's it, I'm out. Um, so if Russell is the last one sitting there, to me he's a pretty good tier above. You know, I guess I'll let you talk about Drew Brees a little bit since he's your he's my next player. He's just in tier three for me. Yeah, I just I just look at um, 
the weapons again around him. And I don't know, Drew Drew steady. Yeah. Completely steady. I just think you see steady numbers and then he, he'll go up with Sanders. His yards have been going down. Yeah. You know, he's not getting as many three hundred yard games. Um the offense was a really up and down with the run game with Alvin because Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram was a huge piece of that offense. Yeah. Totally different running style coming out of um, coming into the year last year. I think Kamara still is that legit back that you can count on. And I think the offense just becomes a little more well-rounded with him. All right. Well, then we'll move on to my tier three was Drew Brees and Deshaun Watson. Um, you have Watson pretty far down the list on yours. I so. do, man. I got him way down there. I just can't. You know, I guess we can talk Spoiler about. Spoiler alert! We're going to talk about uh, busts, and he's actually my bust, <laughs> not Chris's bust. So. I know, but I got to agree here. I honestly, I don't want him this high, but there's just he's he's a playmaker, and I think that he can kind of do a little bit of that yeah. Russell Wilson type, where he'll get you the yards on the ground somehow. He'll get you touchdowns, be efficient with a team that wants to run the ball and doesn't have the weapons like losing Hopkins is a huge deal. Yeah. Like I don't want to talk about my whole bust thing, but yeah, I'm just worried with him that he's going to have, he'll have yards, but no touchdowns. Yeah. Cause all these guys like little, little speed receivers. (laughs) Yeah. Kenny still, they're all the same guy. Kenny stills, Brandon (laughs) cooks and Will Fuller. Like, (laughs) like who's, if he ain't getting a 60 yard bomb, yeah, you know, or those 30 plus touchdown catches for, well, the yaks for the receivers, yeah, it's yards after catch. Uh, just it, who the heck's going to catch it when they're ten and in? They're going to have to run it. Yeah, you know, unless some tight I mean, end comes out of nowhere. He's yeah, he's going way too high for for my blood. So yeah, um, for me coming in there, what, what was position ranking you're at? Let me check. So you have Deshaun seven. Watson at eleven, and I yep. have him at seven. At seven, eleven, eleven. No. Oh, thank heaven. <laughs> All right, but for me, let me jump into my number seven was Josh Allen. Okay. Um, he's he's a guy that you don't believe gets you the run yards. He gets you the run yards. Yeah. You know, I was listening. A white to this, guy can run. A white man can run there. But, you know, I just, I, they always talk about he's just, he's basically Cam Newton. Yeah. That's what he is. Just yeah, a big guy. and Perfect comp. And I was listening to uh, a podcast lately. We were talking about Josh Allen and, uh, like, people picking the bills to win the division, right? And Josh Allen wants the design runs because early in the game, he feels like he's got to get hit to actually be like, get ready for the, he needs to yeah. hit early to get settled into the game, which is weird. You never hear a quarterback say, I need to get hit. Yeah. Um, so I think he still got those in there. And then, I mean, he adding digs. Yeah. He's still one of the more inaccurate quarterbacks. But he can throw the deep ball in there. Can he just fine tune in there? Diggs is great for contested balls. He, I mean, he had Case Keenum. Yeah, Keenum did the throw it up there ball. I'm going to trust you. That's yep. why they loved him. He, he wasn't pinpoint uh, quarterback at all during that little magical run with uh, you know the Minneapolis miracle. Yeah, but he was giving his receivers chances. So, so yeah, I have Josh Allen um, a little further down on the list. I'm a little afraid of his. His just, like you said, his inaccuracy. I think Diggs does help him out. Um, I have him at QB 10. So we kind of swapped these guys. Like I, We kind of did with that one there. I, um, I just I don't trust that Bill's offense enough yet. Like I said, adding Diggs is great. Um, but I don't know. I just The talent in Josh Allen himself, I just don't think he can 
take that next step, which I think that's kind of what you're projecting is that he will, you know, get some of the passing figured out. Oh yeah. It's, it's unsettling to think that because he's got to be accurate. Like I honestly think people, you'll see in our rankings, Diggs completely drops a couple of pegs, even though he's more of a wide receiver one in that offense. Yeah. It's just an unknown, unknown factor there. Um, at QB eight, we had a kind of a little different. Your guy I had at nine, but I'll go with mine because it's uh, in Tampa Bay. Oh. All right. So I got Sir Tom Brady. Brady. Sir Brady at eight. I was really going to keep him out of my top 12. I, I was really going to just keep bumping him down. But I think even an uh, old moving Brady in the pocket can throw to Evans, Gronk, and Godwin and say Gronk's not who he used to be. OJ Howard and Cameron Bright. Yeah. I'm like, you kidding or, me? And then they have, who's that slot receiver they got? Tyler Jefferson or whatever. He's like. Oh, the. Uh, is it yeah. Tyler Jefferson? No, it's a, the kid out of Minnesota, Johnson. Okay. Yeah, they, they're going to throw him there. Yeah. Tyler Johnson. And I, I he's going to be phenomenal. The offensive line can give him four seconds. Yep. That ball's going to be in uh, great hands there. Uh, it's going to be, I mean, we saw what Winston can do. So I had Brady so. down at um, about 11. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I had Brady at 11. He's in that um, same tier as these other guys. My guy I had tier at eight four. Yeah. was Matthew Stafford. And I got him at nine, so we're thinking alike there. Yeah, I think this is – we kind of went against the grain a little bit on this one. Most people probably are like, Matthew Stafford in your top ten? Yeah. But the, the guy was just – um, on pace last year to just do some incredible things. Oh, I think it was ridiculous. Man. He's got well when you you when you've got Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, you see what that trash of quarterbacks did with those guys, <laughs> and that they still actually produced. Yep. Imagine if you get Matthew Stafford back in that. So I just I think there's so much upside for him. Like he's got top five upside for me. He does. He's got to stay healthy, but I just think he's. He's safe. They're gonna throw. They're gonna have to throw the ball. Their defense is ter- terrible. I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there for any guys who play in redraft leagues with me. I'm drafting Stafford. Yeah, I'm we talked back, about this. They were gonna I'm going Stafford. We're know? gonna see who's. We're gonna play a game of chicken between each other in our drafts and <laughs> seeing where he should fall down there. And, 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 and then the chicken part comes in. You wait around later. Yeah, see if you can get that great value. Uh, but I'm picking Stafford in my redraft leagues. Um, who do you got coming below here? Where you're, you're looking ten through twelve, your last three. Yeah, so I've got Carson Wentz, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. So oh, like, four, we haven't yeah. talked about Wentz yet. I know you have him a little lower. Do you even have him on your top twelve? Yeah, I put him at twelve. At twelve, okay. At twelve, I, there was a couple other guys <laughs> I thought about putting in there. Wentz is a talent. I like him. Yeah. Injury prone. You're worried about that, but then you look at his receivers injuries. And some unproven rookies. Yeah. Right? Some age. And then young guys that were, I mean, they're going to have some fast receivers. Yep. Kind of going in uh, into next season. I just don't, I just don't know where it's going to go with guys that you have to make sure they're still on the field or unproven hands. Yep. I, I feel bad for, for Wentz that way. You know, I like him um, as a football player, but fantasy wise, I'm worried that, you know, he'll be outside the top 12. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I had him all the way down there. Why do you like him higher at nine? Um, I just think the potential is there. He played with, as you talked about already, the terrible crew of wide receivers that yeah. was left after everybody was injured. 
Um, and he was still producing. Yep. I just think he's he's a quarterback that if you give him a couple weapons, um, I think they're going to probably get Goddard more involved. Um, Ertz still there. Yeah, and I you know, I wasn't a giant fan of Rager, but he's in this QB or this wide receiver class that's been highly touted. So I think if he can, you know, get pick up the playbook quick enough, I think he'll be a big asset to them. Deshaun Jackson, I know it's a hard thing to bank on him, but if he can stay healthy, he's still a great wide receiver in the NFL. So I just, I don't know. If he stays Alshon? healthy, um, that's more concerning to me. Yeah. I've heard some reports that his timeline does not line up to even start the season um, based on his injury. So I, I think you got to be a little careful with that. I mean, we'll just have to follow what's going on. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like Carson Wentz. He's definitely not one of my guys that I would want to, you know, draft. But I can see where draft. I can see where you have him at, at at nine there. I'm thinking you look at the start of his season. He's got the Redskins and Rams and Bengals. Yeah. Then you got forty ers and and week four. So he's he's gonna jump up there, especially if people keep him off that wide receiver one mm-hmm. thing, he'll probably get picked up really quick as some people will reach for you know quarterbacks below him uh and he's got a decent playoff schedule in cardinals and the cowboys yep so and you oh, got that's our, i think that's oh aaron Rodgers. i guess is yeah the aaron Rodgers, the only different one i got him at 11 you got him at 12 we're about the same i think a full season with Devonte adams yeah who's undoubtedly probably a top four receiver in the nfl yeah i the numbers will naturally jump up we haven't last year was kind of weird because mm-hmm. Adams was in and out, and they found some run game. Uh, but especially what happened, you heard about the draft? I think you heard yeah. about the draft. Well, and I think <laughs> that's my that would be my, my argument for why Aaron Rodgers. I know it's not he's not good to play the narrative street always, but you know, know. since Ryan's, Ryan's not Ryan's here, here? We'll, Ryan? we'll do we'll do it. I'll do it for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he's taken all this off season in, and is I think he's going to be there to prove something. Yeah. So that's why I think Aaron Rodgers – I mean, I have it at 12. So <laughs> it's not like we're talking about taking him – I mean, you can take him as yeah, – I'm at a 10. Yeah, yeah it's not, yeah. So I would pro- I'll probably target him in a couple places. If he's – he's nice that you can now take him, and then if he's not good, you can dump him the waiver wire now. Right, right. So. No, I, I agree with you there. Um, so that, that goes our, uh, our quarterback list. Yep. All right, so moving on to the tight ends. We had Everyone's a lot of favorite position. fun doing this. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, you know, it's like after you get the first, what, four or five. Yeah. But the fun does come after that because it's 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 a guessing game, but that's where your true gut prediction. So let's start rolling off the your tier ones, two so and So tier threes. one, we're not going to even spend much time nope. talking about this. It's Travis Kelsey and it's George Kittle. No Most brainer. people have them in that order. I'm not opposed if you really wanted to swap them. They're To me, they're the locked-in. I would actually spend a top three round pick on them. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not considering any of these tight ends in the top three rounds. Um, you may be for our number three, but I'm not. Mark Andrews, I, especially with Hayden Hurst out there, he's the yeah. top tier passing option in Baltimore for Lamar Jackson. I mean, there's Hollywood Brown, but the way they do their run game, tight ends are used a ton there. Uh, so I like him there at three, and I, I believe he is a tier two. He's yeah, not a tier one. Exactly, and I have him as his tier two by himself because I think the next guys are not as upside. Like Mark Andrews could easily finish as the number one tight end. Yeah. I, I could see a world where that happens. These Zach, other guys, yeah. it would be crazy to see some of these other guys. If Zach Ertz didn't have the year like he had last year, mm-hmm. I think you can say he's a clear t- 
tier two. Yeah. Kind of up there, but again, it's it's, it's Goddard infringing yeah. on it, and so we'll just move to tier three and talk about Ertz as part of that. Now, I have the order as Darren Waller, Zach Ertz, and Evan Ingram. I got um, Ertz got and Wallers flipped around. Yep. So we're very similar here. Evan Ingram, I like, you love that name, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to him. Okay. So first, we'll talk about. Uh, I'll talk about Waller, I guess, since I have him higher. The reason I I like Waller higher is just. Um, a little it's weird to say because the Raiders did bring in a lot of weapons, but I think his target share is a little safer. Zach Ertz, that Goddard is scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um he's Zach Ertz is getting older. Um I just I feel safer with Darren Waller's target share. He tailed off at the end. He also was not getting touchdowns like at a crazy rate for how big and athletic of a man he is. So I think if they start scoring more points um, and he gets that rate up a bit, then he can even lose some of the volume because he will not get the volume he got last year because there was no, no one there. Yeah. And now they have some some options. But I think he's just a safe pick. Um, he's also in that – this range here, I'm not really interested in drafting. Like, it's probably going to be the next tier is where I'll grab my guy. Um, but, yeah, I, that's why I like Waller over it. So do you have – No, I agree with you. I think I, – I think, uh, the biggest thing with Waller was when uh, was it Renfro when he went out yeah. for a while it actually it drew more attention to Waller. Yeah. So having someone there to take a few actually opens Waller's game. So you yep. might see him actually push numbers wise to could be close to his top three, but I, I really doubt it. He might catch up with Mark Andrews, but not with Kittle and Kelsey in my opinion. Yeah. And then Evan Ingram is the guy I can't quit. I've he can't. <laughs> I've loved this guy yeah. for a long, long time and. He just keeps getting injured, so we never get to see the full season. I'm a little afraid that Daniel Jones isn't going to use the tight end as much. Right. That would be my biggest fear of outside of the injury, which is he's never finished a season, so he's just always injured. If he can stay healthy, though, he's, this guy's just an athletic freak. He's what you want <laughs> in a tight end, um, in a receiving tight end. He can't block, so that's no. good. That means he's going to be running routes when he's out there. He's right. not blocking, so... I don't know. He's to me. He's a wide receiver playing tight end, and if the and there's also the targets there for it because I mean, who else in New York? You're talking about Slayton, Golden Tate, Shepherd. Sterling Shepard. These aren't names that demand high target. So that's why I just see an opportunity there. Um, but he's risky. He's very yeah. Risky. He is risky there. All right. So then we move on to tier four, and yes. that's really where we'll work seven through eleven. Yeah, uh, so I'll run seven down. seven to nine for me and 10 through 12 is a whole tier. Yeah, so I'll, I'll run down my rankings, and then I'll let you, you kind of pick them apart here. But I have uh, Gesicki at seven, which is might be a little high compared to some people. Jared Cook, Rob Gronkowski, Tyler Higbee, and then Hunter Henry. Hmm. So I don't know what what is your – I got seven, I put Hunter Henry. Okay. I bumped him up over – So that's our biggest discrepancy, I would think. In the that's minutes. the biggest one. I'm just thinking even if – a rookie uh, quarterback mm-hmm. or a journeyman backup quarterback, you're going to throw to safety valves. Yeah. And the only thing, I mean, Hunter's, Hunter's great when he's so healthy. Do you think he, you think Herbert gets in there sooner rather than later then? I honestly, I think later. Okay. Because they're going to have a, a very good defense. Yeah. They've got a phenomenal defense. I on think all they three can levels. make the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I think they're just going to, unless, you know, Herbert starts blowing them out and like, Training camp practice starts really pushing it. Yeah, they're going to stick with Tyrod, and you might even see Tyrod play the whole year. 
because that defense is going to keep them in ball games, and that's one thing a head coach worries about is more about wins in the immediate, and then they can still keep grooming that QB instead of throwing it out there and then just everything going downhill. Yeah. So, so my opposition to Henry is pretty much that I don't – I think that that role has disappeared in that offense because Tyrod Taylor, although he does use tight ends, I remember back to like um, – Henry Clay, remember back in Buffalo <laughs> oh, there. Oh you know, man, a throwback yeah. <laughs> there. Former Dolphins player too. Uh, okay, yep, yep. Um, but yeah, I think that he's he will use it, but the passing volume itself is going to come down so much because Tyrod just doesn't throw the ball that much. Yeah. All those times that he would dump off to a tight end, or or Philip Rivers would dump off to a tight end or a running back. Now I see Tyrod scrambling for that rather than doing what Philip Rivers did. So I just think the passing volume is so low that Hunter Henry won't be able to succeed as well. So I want you to talk about the Gesicki because I have him at 12. You have him at 7. Yeah. So homer pick here. Yeah, a little bit of homer pick. I'll go deeper into it when we do our um, breakouts and stuff. But I just think that the potential is all here. He's got – there's no one else in that offense to really challenge him besides um, Parker now – you may say Preston Williams. Yeah, I love Preston Spoiler Williams. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He better have Preston Williams in his top 12 wide receivers when we get there. <laughs> I won't, but, you know, <laughs> I do love him. Yeah, so I just think there's so much room for him to get a lot of targets. He's going to be the main end zone target, um, and he's just developing more and more. To me, he's – I know you don't want to compare him to, like, a Gronk, but that is what he can be. Like, he right. can be that in this Patriot-style offense. Um, so – I, yeah, I don't know. To me, he's just a great dart throw that could potentially give you a top five guy. And let's talk about Gronk because we got him on that eight nine side. Do you have a feeling like I did putting him up here that he could finish outside of top twelve? Yes. Okay. So he's a very volatile pick in my opinion. Touchdown dependent. Very touchdown dependent. He's not going to be a main focus of this offense at all. He's just going to be more of that safety valve probably for Brady when he just knows he needs to trust someone for that third and ten. He's going to throw it to Gronk. So that's why I think it's only because Brady's there is to why Gronk. Like if this was Gronk coming back to a team and it wasn't Brady, I don't care how good the quarterback is. I think Gronk would be, you know, out of it. And you're gonna know I think pretty quickly if we get into the first couple games of the season and you see that he's just not anywhere near himself, then you can just dump him. I don't think he's gonna be anything this year. Right, tight end spot. That's a tough part. And this is the guy that was the lock for tight end one drafted in the third or fourth round. Yeah all the time so this is a different gronk that we're going to probably see this year um talk to me about where do you have cook jared cook i got at nine and where do you have higby i don't have Higby. you don't have i replaced higby so talk to me about higby then who do you what do you what is your um fear with higby because i'm i'm kind of with you like i didn't want him people have him even higher some people have him like six or seven who's the second tight end there uh gerald everett gerald everett that's my worry okay because when I used to like he wasn't healthy. tight ends on flyers, I'd put in a Higby. And yeah. then if if that dude was there, Everett, oh, I mean, yeah, it just it just killed it, yep. you know, with the consistency there. That's why uh, from on my end. Okay. Um, I, I kind of enter in. I put Greg Olson, even though I'm 11, take out Higby's yeah, name. Let's hear about this. I put this Greg is ridiculous. Olson. <laughs> hey, if, if he doesn't venture into doing broadcasting uh, every third week, and that foot stays together. I think it's a great Russell Wilson with Russell Wilson. Yeah, um, for middle field stuff because I mean DK is a great target, but he does drop it. Yeah, he's we know that coming through. So there's still needing that tight end. He and, and 
freaking Wilson makes tight ends fantasy valued because he'll throw it to him. Yeah. Hofstetler, whatever yeah. was that? Yeah, and then um, um oh, they call Disley. The, Will Disley, Big Grizz, or some people, his nickname in fantasy world. It's who knew those guys? Yeah, Russell Wilson made them yep. in the end zone. So, Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson. So <laughs> I'm looking at Greg Olson. Yeah, and I'll be I sitting mean, on. I see there's a path spot. for it. I'm just afraid yeah. that he's just over the hill. I'm gonna have to beat out Joe in our our league to get Greg to Olson. get Greg Olson late <laughs> in the draft. Yeah. So the, to me, the end of these, like once you get past Gasicki, Jared Cook, Gronk, the rest to me are just gross. Like I'm gonna probably take Gasicki. If he's, you know, the last one on there, then I will take him because I don't want to get stuck with the Higby, Hunter Henry. And then my last guy I have is Jonu Smith, and I don't even really like it. But Delaney Walker's finally gone. He's shown promise, so that's why he's there. I don't have much of an argument besides that. You know, and you look at, I think uh, Mark Andrews' ADP is going to be higher than it should. Yep. But I'll be a guy sitting back. If I just don't see an RB2 or a wide receiver 2, whatever, I have to pick, you know, around the fifth. Mm-hmm. you know, pick or, you know, even the f- fourth pick, let's say, I might look at a Andrews yeah. if I'm not liking who's falling to me there. Just okay. to grab someone that I can say, you know what, tight end set, he's healthy, I'm good for the rest of the year outside of his bye week. Yep. All right, so let's get to our segments here. We're going to uh, talk about sleeper value and breakout or bust, not bad. <laughs> so we got, we got sleeper value and bust picks for these two positions. Okay. So let's jump into the sleeper side. I like you to talk about this quarterback. Yeah. Since uh, he wore your colors before. and He did. I still have his jersey. <laughs> I'm actually not ashamed to wear it. But, okay. Um, yeah. So my sleeper and the way yeah. I define a sleeper is somebody who's going, you know, really towards the end of the draft and is kind of that flyer that you can, you know, get crazy value for. Um, but yeah, Tannehill, I just think, I cannot believe he's, he's going off as the 20th quarterback taken right now, which is insane. The the pace that he was on last year, I don't think he can repeat the efficiency that he had. Um, that was not sustainable at all. But, uh, when it comes to, you know, getting a guy in the last round of your draft, I just think he's got the rushing ability. He was, he was very efficient. And this is a offense that has Derrick Henry that's going to continue to move the ball. That's the only fear with um, Tannehill is he can have big weeks where he'll rush in, you know, a touchdown and get three passing touchdowns and he'll blow up. But he can disappear if they get, you know, they get a lead and they want to sit on it with Derrick Henry, as you saw in the playoffs. Um, Tannehill did like nothing, so yeah. that's in the cards. But for me, I just, I don't. I, he's just going so late that. I think he's a great guy that if you just last-ditch effort, nobody took Tannehill, just take Tannehill, and you're good yeah. to go. Yeah, and with Tannehill, you don't have to worry about completions being counted as fantasy, like completion yeah. percentage or, or attempts, my bad. Yeah. Throwing attempts because A.J. Brown loves him as a big receiver. He'll take one catch for 50 yards. Yep. And a tight end we forgot to mention that was on both of our rankings, John U. Smith. Yeah. And he's coming a decent target. So I, I, I see where that sleeper is because those A.J. Brown and John U. Smith, like, doesn't really get guys going, <laughs> but they're they're really valued there. And then my tight end sleeper is uh, Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. So he got traded to the Falcons, where Hooper is now gone. And if he can take even seventy five to eighty percent of that role on, uh, he's going to be a valuable tight end that you can pick yeah. at the end of the draft and say, you know, this guy was a first round pick. 
I think he was drafted over Mark Andrews that year. Yes, he was. So that just tells you the talent this guy has. And if they use him the way they used Hooper and he gets that many targets, I just don't see a way that he's not a top 12 tight end. Well, I guess I do because I didn't rank him. You didn't rank him out there, but (laughs) I I understand understand that that choice there. I like that one. Uh, for, For my sleeper at quarterback, going with the number one pick in this past NFL draft, it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah, Jay, the Tiger King himself. <laughs> All right, going from the LSU Tigers to the Bengals in Cincinnati. He's got nice weapons around him. Yeah. Who knows what AJ Green, AJ Green will be back, you know, basically almost two years removed. Yeah. But he's he's a good talent. Yep. If he's not at as great level he was before, it's a good talent. Um, you have, um, shoot, you got Joe Mixon. That'll Tyler take Boyd. a lot of yeah pressure off him and Tyler Boyd. John Ross takes off the top. <laughs> yeah, just got to catch him. <laughs> but he'll be be coverage on a nine route. But I, I think he can be a uh, a sleeper. He's not going to be anyone's QB one unless you're like a big time Bengals fan going into yeah. your fantasy draft. Then a tight end. Uh, shout out to well both these picks. Shout out to my brother Tim. You know, <laughs> picking his brain, put him on the spot. But I agreed with his picks here. T.J. Hawkinson, hmm. um, with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. And I think you can start seeing him become a little more uh, inches way up close to the top 12. I wouldn't say top 10, but he can definitely be an 11 or 12. Yeah, and the the tight ends take a while to to come on. It's a position that we see all the time where their rookie years are awful, and then they kind of break out into year two or three. Yeah, it's so much different than their college days. Some of them are like diamonds on a rough. I mean, you're not thinking of great tight ends coming into a draft. Yeah. Right? They're Mm -hmm. developed there. I think he's he's got great raw ability, and he's going to be a very valued um, waiver wire pickup. Speaking of value. Mm. Let's talk about our values. All right. So value is somebody undervalued um, who has huge upside. Uh, to me, I already talked about him, Matthew Stafford. I totally he agree. He was on pace for 5,000 yards last year. Like, that is crazy. Like, if you can get that guy, <laughs> and he's probably not going to go to, like, the 10th round, Right. I'm ready to pick that guy up. So not much else needs to be said about that, except for he needs to stay healthy. Obviously, this back has given him an issue over yeah. and over again. So. And then uh, the other guy I've already talked about, too, is my value is Mike Kosicki. I just think that, um, like I said, it might be the homer in me that's, that's doing this, but I just see a breakout year coming for him. He started the end of the last year. He actually really came on and I think was even on pace to be a top five in those last eight games. Yeah, and, and tight end is a hard position to find value Yeah, when for undervalued guys that will stick it out all the time. So for my value picks, I'll start with the tight end and go to my quarterback, but uh, Jack Doyle. We just talked about the Phillip Rivers effect to it's Hunter like Henry. Anti-Mike Kosicki. Yeah. <laughs> Not that athletic, but and reliable. I, I just think he's just super reliable with a veteran quarterback coming in. With the quarterback that loves to throw to his tight end. Yes, he loves throwing <laughs> to big Rivers. targets. And Jack Doyle will be that guy. He'll be the touchdown dude. Yep. Right? Two catches that game, one <laughs> touchdown. Yep. That'll get him, you know, uh, tight end one status that week. Then a quarterback, kind of thinking like how Stafford is. Matt Ryan's always undervalued. Yep. Um, he's averaged, what, over 4,500 yards past nine seasons? He's got Ridley and Julio. I mean, Ridley can't and go Julio. wrong there. You know, now hopefully if he's got a decently healthy – you know, girly. Yeah. That'll open up a lot when it comes to the getting the touchdown passes mm-hmm. because they can work that play action game. Uh, and then girly's also really good in the pass game as well. Uh, but Matt Ryan, he had like 26 touchdowns last year. They're, they're not the Buku numbers we see with yeah. what Rodgers can do at times or Mahomes. But if you're a guy that's going to try to get value and 
the key positions, which we'll talk about in the next two weeks, uh, Matt Ryan would be another plug-and-go because he's got these phenomenal weapons to throw to. Yep. And then for Bust, that's somebody overvalued uh, who will disappoint fantasy owners. Mm-hmm. And for me, I kind of talked about it, and it seems like you're even more so than me, This Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I hate this pick because I think the guy's a baller. He's going to find ways to do things, but... His kryptonite is Bill O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, GM <laughs> Bill O'Brien. You lose DeAndre Hopkins, that's a big deal. Like, yeah. you have to give him... You have to knock him down. And right now, he's being taken as QB4 on average, which is just crazy to me. Like, nope, I don't want any part of that. Like, that's drafting him at his ceiling. That's drafting him at his best he's been when he's had DeAndre Hopkins, and he doesn't have And I think that projection reminds me of a Russell Wilson projection. Yeah. Right? That's what it'd have to be. Like I said, that's that's where you're going to look to try to get that to happen would be a Russell Wilson-like season. Yeah. So, Um, and then my... Oh, my tight end bust um, is Hunter Henry. Uh, we talked a little bit about it, but I just think he's in a bad situation now where they're not going to have a lot of passing volume, um, and people are just going to see that name and draft him and think, you know, oh, I got Hunter Henry. Everybody loves Hunter Yeah, because he's going to be overvalued at the spot. I like that. Um, yeah. At quarterback, Carson Wentz. Don't have to worry. Just talk about his injuries. Yeah. We, we already talked about it. We, you know, we ranked him number 12 in my rankings, his weapons. I just <laughs> Philly let's, it, it, I think they're trying to get the solution, but I'm not, I'm, I'm going to have to see it to believe it. Yeah. With the two old vets that just got to be out there. And then I got rookies to depend on, especially they didn't take who I thought they should have picked in the first round yeah. uh, in, in the draft. They should have got a Jefferson. Yeah. And they went with the unknown Raider. They should have traded up when Judy was falling and gotten Judy. That's what they should have done. They should have. <laughs> Judy, I mean, yeah. There's there's a lot there, and they could not get that that wide receiver um, of the future there. And tied in Austin Hooper, it's the Baker Mayfield, honestly. I mean, uh, that's the effect you're worried about there. Yeah. It's not Matt Ryan anymore. Yep. It's Baker Mayfield throwing him the ball. I, his numbers are going to be a bust, as in it's not going to be what he saw before he hurt his back last season. Yeah. He might be serviceable still. Yeah. But he's not going to have that breakout season because it's just two different quarterbacks. Yep. All right. Well, that's pretty much all we had for you guys today. Yep. Yep. Uh, just let's come back next week, man. Wide receivers could be a lot more fun ranking. Definitely. Uh, and the, again, so two weeks or uh, three weeks in a row, it'll be next week, wide, wide receivers. And the week after that, we'll go running backs. But we're getting ready, man. We need, we need, we need real football to come back around. Yes. <laughs> but fantasy football, we're here to talk it all about. If you got any questions, comments, or you hate our rankings at tight end, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah. And then bonus, we might uh, throw in there. We're going to, I think, start a dynasty league. So yes, a, we a 757 are. podcast might be in the next couple weeks here. We'll do a kind of breakdown of what our, we're going to do for our leagues. Yeah. So uh, Tim Cook, if you want to join. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. See if you're a person or a bot. <laughs> let us know you have an open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. All right. Deuces.